Hello, and welcome to Grand Canyon Echoes, the voice of District 3 Toastmasters. Welcome to the Lazy Members Approach to Pathways, and thank you for listening. You're listening to Segment 3, not 1, but 2. Before we continue with my conclusions and speech writing, I'd like to share an unexpected learning I've experienced about path selection. When Pathways first deployed, every existing member was offered not one, but two free paths. I sincerely hope every member took advantage of the offer, but from what I hear, they didn't. That's really too bad because it was a brilliant offer, and here's the backstory as to why I believe that. Now, I won't argue with the fact that change is always a disruptor and even overwhelming to varying degrees. Patience and time will, of course, help, but ultimately it comes down to each individual making a choice of whether or not to let go of the past and move forward. When I hear Toastmasters sharing their stories about becoming a member, what I don't ever recall hearing was that they joined because of the educational program details. Instead, I hear about how they liked the people. The meetings were fun. They felt safe and welcomed. The meeting time and location worked for them. And they knew they wanted to improve themselves in an organization with a good track record of results. If you really think about the timeline for joining, I have no evidence to support that in that short window of time people take to make their decision, the deciding factor became the understanding of the educational program details. That would be like hearing a prospect say, yeah, yeah, that high-performance leadership project thing on the list, that's, that's why I want to join right now. Nope, 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 can't ever recall I've heard that one. In 2019, Toastmasters International Convention was a hotbed of debate over pathways versus the impending retirement of the Legacy Program. When I met a member at the convention wearing a t-shirt with the slogan, Pathways doesn't change why I joined or stay in Toastmasters. It made me smile. It all goes back to that choice thing. I'm in Toastmasters for a lot of reasons, but the details of the educational program isn't the make or break reason. Pathways isn't going to get in the way of me giving speeches or evaluations or fulfilling leadership roles. But all that doesn't fit on a t-shirt, so kudos to him for crafting a more succinct version. The first serious adult job I had was one where I allowed myself to believe I'd become indispensable. On the day they escorted me out of the building, I thought for sure the company would fold because I wouldn't be there anymore. Not only is the company alive and well today, they've achieved quite a bit of success without me. The hard lesson learned was that no one is irreplaceable. 
The cycle of life just dictates that fact over and over again. At some point, we all leave this reality and it continues on just fine without us. Having already learned my lesson from the pink slip scenario, I never hesitated to let go of the legacy program and move forward with pathways. Yes, I will always be thankful for and appreciative of the legacy program, but the time has come to move on. So after these two plus years exploring as many of the nooks and crannies I can find after completing two full paths and the mentor program and now working to get my Pathways DTM project off the ground, well, here's the best advice I have for members when it comes to selecting paths. Toastmasters International was right on point. Not one, but two. The two free paths I selected were Visionary Communication and Presentation Mastery. Yes, I took the Toastmasters assessment, which led me to Visionary Communication. Then I chose Presentation Mastery because of the Level 5 Keynote Speech Project and how I believed that path would align best with the Advanced Club I'm a member of. Good reasons, yes, but not the right reasons, as I would learn later. My approach to talking pathways with members and non-members has evolved to one that is rooted deep in the legacy program. We are and continue to be a self-development program rooted in improving communication and leadership skills. In my humble opinion, the pathways assessment was overkill and going through the exercise only gave the impression that Pathways was too complex to be conveyed in a simple sentence. On my, in my opinion, huge mistake, huge. Pathways is still rooted in communication and leadership-focused paths, and you should pick your path the same way we used to pick our educational tracks. Do you want to work communication-based or leadership-based projects. Yep, you can still do that, but that wasn't the way World Headquarters taught the Pathways Guides and Ambassadors to explain it. Again, in my humble opinion, huge mistake. What works really well, but is often overlooked, is a simple one-sheet that visually displays how each path content is weighted for its ability to focus on either communication or leadership skills. Based on the track you pick, you'll reduce the number of paths left to select from by about half. That step alone reduces much of the angst and distraction involved with path selection. If you don't have a copy of this glorious document, you can find it in the Toastmasters International Resource Library using the keyword search of Paths and Core. The results will return a document called Paths and Core Competencies, consisting of a cover page with the weighting values I'm discussing here, followed by a detailed page for each path showing the required and elective projects for each level. I've gotten so much positive feedbacks from groups 
I've not only presented this simple document to, but also how to read it. They're sharing how much more comfortable they are quickly talking about the educational program. Keeping the big picture of our program at an easily digestible level for prospective members is critical to keeping them interested in joining. If it sounds or looks too hard, they will run for the hills. If it seems easy enough to follow, like the one sheet, they'll be more likely to join. So back to the not one, but two. Sometimes in our Toastmasters journey, we just need to focus on speeches. Other times, we need to tackle leadership. Oh, and by the way, Pathways not just increases the leadership opportunities, it drives focus towards two types of leadership, strategic and managerial, and it does that over 27 separate leadership projects scattered throughout the various paths. Yeah, I know, I can never resist a good opportunity to put a plug in. But this is also where not one but two really starts to matter. Remember my second personal conclusion that my new normal approach will be to deliver speeches, to stay sharp, and because of my first conclusion, these speeches will always be educational eligible speeches. To do that, I will need lots of pure speech projects available to me to put on the meeting schedules. The two pure communication paths that have no required leadership projects, are presentation mastery and engaging humor. Therefore, any member that wants to focus just on communication skills needs to keep at least one of those paths active in their base camp always. When an opening appears on the meeting agenda, they can jump in with a speech even on short notice. Better yet, because I do write out all my speeches in MS Word documents, I have a library of speeches, all of which can be improved upon. And by having that, I can refine and re-give one at any given time. But I also need to keep my leadership skills sharpened. So for that, I need to have one or two leadership-focused paths in my progress and base camp as well. Leadership projects in levels three, four, and five take more thought, more prep, more time to complete before you can give your results speech to the club. Those are not the kinds of speeches I can throw together for a last-minute opening in tonight's agenda. My early mentor suggested I plan on giving a speech every third or fourth meeting to consistently grow my communication skills Today, with the number of presentations I do outside of Toastmasters, I still find it beneficial to give a good, solid speech where I get a good, solid evaluation in return about that same pace every third or fourth meeting. That pace ensures that all the bad habits I've worked so hard to eliminate over the last 20 years don't start sneaking back into my presentation style. By always having an active, pure communication path on my base camp, I can maintain that speaking pace. 
as I get through those leadership projects, I will slip in the results speech to the schedule as needed. For my pace, I will always keep not one, but two paths in my Basecamp learning list at all times. I'm just suggesting perhaps you should too. Now, let's get back to those conclusions and speeches in the next segment, To Learn or Not to Learn. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Grand Canyon Echoes, the voice of District 3 Toastmasters. To volunteer to be featured on the podcast or to suggest future topics, write podcast at aztoastmasters.org. That email again is podcast at aztoastmasters.org. Toastmasters International and all other Toastmasters International trademarks and copyrights are the sole property of Toastmasters International. This podcast is independent of Toastmasters International. It is not endorsed by, sponsored by, affiliated with, or otherwise connected with Toastmasters International, other than for the use of the name Toastmasters International.